Welcome back, Flash fanatics, to another episode of Back in the Flash. This week we're here to talk about the Flash mid-season finale, episode 9 of season 1. And what a roller coaster ride. It I was mean, amazing. balls. even. Yeah. It was... So good. Wow. So good. Like, I, I really honestly think that that has been the best episode, like, best episode of any CW show I've seen thus far, hands down. Including Arrow? I... <laughs> I mean, it's hard to say this because you know how much I love Arrow, but yes, I truly, like, it was so good. The whole time I really thought my eyeballs were going to bulge out of my head because I was just, just amazed. Meg, those are bold words. <laughs> I know. Brave and bold words. <laughs> I know. I know. How dare it was, I? It was a fantastic episode, though. So good. Very amazing. And we saw so many things happen, so much development in this episode. I know. Just on Barry's every, character development alone front. was enough for one whole episode. And yeah. then there was so many other things that went on. Yeah. I mean, there was Bar- Barry's individual character development. There was the development of the uh, Barry-Eddie-Iris love triangle. Mm-hmm. There was the development the- of... Harrison Wells. I know. And the development of Reverse Flash. Yes. Because I'm absolutely talking about them as two separate characters still. Okay. Based on the last scene, you know, that... I, well... Let's talk about that later. That's okay. kind of like <laughs> the meat of this. I want to save it. Yeah. Well, let's go for the salad first. Okay. Right? Yeah. We'll so, start with some appetizers. Right. Okay. Right. So let's talk about uh, the romance. Okay. First, let's right. talk about the love triangle. That's an easy thing. Oh, that's an easy thing to uh, to kind of get into because yeah. we have been not necessarily like rooting against Barry and Iris getting together, but it would just add so much to his already super full plate. Yeah, that, like he really just doesn't need to deal with that additional thing. And so I'm actually really happy that he finally told her that he loves her right. because that is like a huge weight that has been lifted off his shoulders. He's yeah. no longer burdened by this, but now he's put that burden basically on Iris. Like, yeah. um, here you go. Have a heaping pile of burden. <laughs> you know? Right. No, um, it was like the absolute worst time I know. for him to drop that on her. Like Just, a, a month ago would have been better. I know, but kind of like, I think the running theme with him is that he has the worst timing ever. Right. I mean, right. Really. He's always, always late. He's always late. Always just late. Yeah. So um, it kind of was fitting, I think, that he sort of was late to tell her that he loves her and she's already in love with Eddie and apparently moving in with him. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it seems like that's still progressing, even though he told her that he loved her. Yeah. No, I mean... We haven't had any indicator that it's not happening. I was a little shocked, actually, that he finally told her because I, you know, within the episode, you can kind of see it coming because everybody's like beating him over the head with it. Like, you really need to just come out and everybody knows but her, basically. So just tell her. Um, But up until this point, he hasn't really been pushed pushed or really like had that in him to be brave enough to say, I'm just going to go ahead and tell her. Right. No, I'm, I'm with you completely. Like, once the episode got going, I saw it coming. I right. was like, yeah, this is probably going to happen. Right. Right? There was all sorts of hinting from uh, from, the- from, from Caitlin and from 
uh, Barry's dad. Mm -hmm. And And then, I mean, the present that he got her, the ring and everything, even though it's a replica of her mom's ring or whatever, it's a childhood memoir. Yeah, it's still, I mean, it's a very sentimental gift. Yes, and even Eddie noticed that. He's like, "Um, friends don't usually give friends wedding rings. Right. P.S. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know how I feel about that situation currently. I'm still really jazzed over the whole episode. So I'm just right. going to put that nugget on pause and maybe just marinate on it later. But right. um, I don't know, because it, it's good and bad, I think. I mean, so, I mean, are are you rooting for Iris and Eddie to be a thing or Iris and Barry to be a thing? Okay. So- or are you not like taking a faction um i don't think that i'm particularly honest or at least i didn't think that i was while i was watching the episode and Mm -hmm. like once he told her and everything i was still because i wasn't sure where i stood with eddie because i i subconsciously i think still thought maybe he could be reverse flash like from the future right Sure, sure so i obviously don't want iris to end up with the bad guy you know So I was kind of reserving, I think, judgment on the situation until like the very final scene when, okay, so now Eddie's in the clear, like we know he's not reverse flash. Um, And so now I'm kind of like, yeah, you know, Iris, yeah, get get it, girl. Like, go ahead and be with Eddie and do your thing with him. Like, right. Yeah. So maybe, maybe I'm sort of rooting for them now, but I guess really, I don't really care. But do we know that he's not reverse flash? Okay. I guess we don't know. For sure. Do we know there's only one reverse flash? Um, I didn't think See, about that. See, all sorts of question marks. <laughs> all sorts of them. True. I mean, as many as on the Riddler's costume. <laughs> as many on... <laughs> it, yes. At least. At least. The number of questions raised by this episode is greater than or equal to... <laughs> The number of question marks on the Riddler's costume, which is and we're quite talking, a few. We're talking Jim Carrey green oh, spandex. Of course, you got to go with that one. That's right. the only costume that really. Because otherwise, it doesn't have that many question marks right. on the costume. It's right. like one on the bo- on the necktie. Or right, something. right. We're talking Jim Carrey spandex. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I guess I didn't think that there could be multiple reverse flashes, oh. but that is a. Oh, but there can be. That's a good point. Yeah. Hmm. Because, so even in the comics, there have been multiple reverse flashes. There's... At the same time? Uh, I don't think they've ever been at the same time, like in the same comic panel. Uh, but there was Eobard Thawne was the original reverse flash, and he was the nemesis of Barry Allen. Mm. Uh, and then in, in Jeff John's run on The Flash, he was writing Wally West primarily. It was the Flash of that time period in mm-hmm. the comics. And the reverse Flash that he introduced was Hunter Zolomon. Uh, and a lot of people refer to this character as Zoom or Professor Zoom rather than reverse Flash. Their costumes are nearly identical. Uh, Hunter Zolomon takes his influence directly from... Eobard Thawne, like, Mm. referenced in the comics, like, he knows of Eobard Thawne and what he meant to the original Flash or to Barry Allen Mm -hmm. Flash, and that's what drove him to it. And part of Hunter Zolomon's motive in this uh, is he sees himself as a hero of sorts 
because the challenges that he put Wally West through made him a better hero. Uh, oh, okay. I mean, so, that's a little psychotic, but it sure. Is. It is. No, it's absolutely <laughs> psychotic. Okay. Uh, but it certainly seems to line up fairly well with what we've seen of Harrison Wells so far. Yeah. That he could potentially be Hunter Zolomon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Right? I, yeah, absolutely. Uh, in fact, one of the other pieces in that story is that Hunter Zolomon uh, was very, very angry with Wally West Flash because he wanted Wally West Flash to go back in time and stop something bad from happening. Mm-hmm. And Wally said, no, I'm not going to do it. You know, playing with the past, trying to change events in the past can have terrible repercussions. You know, the standard right. standard line for anybody that wants to avoid time travel mishap. Right. Uh, and he didn't do it. And that was kind of the the switch that turned Hunter Zolomon into an enemy. Uh, because oh. prior to that, they had worked on the police force together. He was a profiler for Central City Police Department. Oh, Hmm, okay, but, okay, so... So it's not, I mean, it's not a direct interpretation no, of the character. No, for sure, but maybe we'll see something. Okay. I guess I just don't, I don't quite understand how Harrison Wells could have been, like, in the Flash suit, and, I mean, so obviously that the reverse Flash is from the future here at the same time, but then wouldn't he know Wells and... Right. Like, why did he play it off like he... Like, they had this big conversation about you know, oh, you're just like the Flash. And he's like, oh, I'm not. Some would call me the reverse Flash or whatever. Wink, Um, wink, nudge, (laughs) nudge. I know. (laughs) Right. Um, Let me just go ahead and name myself Cisco. Right. Pardon me. Um, But uh, so I guess I I don't, do they know each other? Uh, I mean, was it all a game? I guess, like... I mean, those are some of the... That's the question mark on the left shoulder (laughs) of the Riddler costume. That's left shoulder question. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah. We really just don't know at this point. Hmm. I mean, that's what's... That is part of what made this episode so cool to me was we got some answers. Yeah, but it really... Sort of. (laughs) But really, it just... But it really just raised way more questions. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Absolutely, yeah. I uh, I think that's why I was so astounded the entire episode. Just, oh my gosh. Yeah. What, what's going to happen next, basically? Right, right. So let's jump back briefly okay. to uh, the romance. One thing that you've asked me a couple times, mm-hmm. just outside of recording, you've asked me about where Iris and Barry live in this show. Oh, Yeah. And and I hadn't really given it a whole lot of thought. It never seemed like a big deal to me. Like, I figured they had apartments and lived their lives... Like grown people. Right, like, like grown-ups, because they're grown-ups-ish. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? But it seemed like in this episode that they all live with Joe still. Yeah, like... it did. <laughs> they still... I mean, Part of that could just be it's the holidays, they're together for family. Sure. So I, I don't feel like that's necessarily the answer. It could just be that they're back together as a family for the holiday. And that could be it. Well, yeah, because we did see Barry wake up super speed and like brush his teeth. And it seemed like he was in his own apartment 
at that time, but mm -hmm. really it was just a room and a bathroom. Right. So that could very easily much. be upstairs at Joe's house, like right. a room right. and a bathroom. We've you know? really only seen like the living room and dining room at Joe's house otherwise. Right. You're right. So we don't know. Yeah. Uh, but apparently Iris now is going to be moving out of her father's house because we do right. know that, I mean, it's been implied that she lives there. Right. You know, uh, yeah. so apparently she's going to move in with Eddie now. Um, yeah. So maybe he'll have one less <laughs> one less person living in his house, I guess. Yeah. If Barry still lives there, I'm not really sure. But Well, I mean, then Barry can super speed all over the house and he won't have to be keeping that secret from anyone, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of him uh, trimming the Christmas tree? Oh, I thought it was really, I thought it was a lot of fun. I wish that um, Joe would have just let him do it. Just, just be done with it. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's... It's a Christmas tradition for plenty of people, though. You know, trimming sure. a tree doesn't want Barry to take that thunder. <laughs> sure. I get it. <laughs> Even though he, he did laugh at it, though. I mean, you could right. totally still enjoy it. I mean, how can you not enjoy speed, it? But... It's it's fun. It's okay. humorous. So, moving past the relationship yeah. and, you know, the whole Christmas theme or whatever with the right. lights and everything right. in town. Um, what did you think about seeing Firestorm? Oh, yeah. We saw Firestorm I mean, for the first like time. I mean, that was, a big deal. That's right. I mean, Barry was totally going to get his butt kicked yeah. by, by Reverse Flash, and Firestorm had to come in and save the day. Yeah. Yeah. Which was bizarre. Nuts. Completely out of out of the ordinary. I mean, right. I was not expecting Firestorm to show up and save the day. Yeah, and a completely different take on a metahuman than what we've seen before just with the whole like messed up personality mm -hmm. uh from the get-go mm -hmm. you know all the other ones more or less had their their same personality and there was something pushing them right right like blackout really was the same person he had different motives and he had this new need to feed off electricity right um we haven't seen like emotional alteration as a result of a metahuman transformation. Mm -hmm. uh, but we did this time. Or like a mind wipe or something. Right, you know? a, like a mind wipe or uh, most likely kind of what we talked about last week that Professor Stein is inside his mind as well and that's messing with him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was really cool to see him. Yeah, he and looks like a hot mess, though. I mean, his absolutely. he totally needs a haircut. And I like, mean, he looks a like wardrobe. he looks like Island Oliver in the first, <laughs> he does. first episode of he Era. He does. Oh <laughs> my gosh! And that's his like cousin, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yep. Give him a beard. <laughs> right? Looks exactly exactly and a little green like hood. Done. Right. Done. <laughs> Um, yep. I was really surprised to see him take off, like fly yeah. away with his fire powers. How yeah. cool was that? Awesome. That was so amazing. So is that how is that how he gets around in the comic books too? More or less. I mean, he the the mode of transportation works. He flies in the comics, yes. uh, but he doesn't really have flame powers in the comics. That's not oh. exactly his thing. He has like matter transmutation abilities where he can change matter into other matter but he his could... name is firestorm right so and he's got fiery hair in the comics all the time but so... his abilities aren't fire-based in the comics 
interesting twist. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I think I think that you kind of hit the nail on the head, and that's probably why they're making it more of the fire abilities. Yeah, because they're going to name him Firestorm. Right, and it doesn't really make no, sense. No, he named himself. This is two oh, characters right. now that have named themselves. Cisco in the same episode didn't get any naming at all. This this episode. What a bummer for him. I bet he's so sad. Yeah. Way to ruin his Christmas. In the, well, the reverse Flash thing, I don't think that was really a full-on title. Reverse Flash, he hinted at his own name pretty heavily. (laughs) But. I think he's, I think he said some would call me the reverse. Some would call me the reverse, yeah. (laughs) Yes. But not reverse Flash. Okay. Right? (laughs) And in the, in the teaser for the returning episode, episode 10, Mm -hmm. Going Rogue. Uh, we actually saw a, a little clip of Cisco saying, "I think you mean the reverse Flash." Oh. And so he does get to. I think he gets to name coin it. the full title, right. but I guess the first part of it's already been yeah. given to him. I mean, he attempted opposite Flash. I, I know, but he was like, "No, He's, that's no, that's not it. No good. <laughs> no, no good. We're not going with that name." <laughs> I like that he doesn't just nail it every time I know. that'd be a little too obvious if it was just like every time first shot gets the gets the name that's used in the comics yeah <laughs> eh, right it's good yeah uh yeah and i think actually um caitlin was the one who named the rainbow, rainbow yeah raider. rainbow raider and he was like right. no 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 you don't get to do that that's not true <laughs> but but rainbow raider is his name I know, from the comics i know but Cisco was like no no you don't get to do that that's my thing i really <laughs> i i kind of want rainbow raider to come back if for no reason other than to see which name they use <laughs> if they go with prism or rainbow raider oh did they call him Cisco called him Prism. Oh, I guess I missed that. Right, Mm. yeah. And it was like as they were walking away from the prison, uh, Cisco says, that's enough out of you, Prism. And Caitlin says, I like Rainbow Raider. Yeah, I just heard her part. I didn't hear him say anything. That's funny. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so uh, Ronnie Raymond's back as Mm -hmm. Firestorm. He's back. He's back. and It's amazing. (laughs) He kind of stalked Caitlin. Which I found to be a, a little, little bit, bit weird because he like followed her around, knew it was her, right? But then and then told her to stop looking for him, right? Yeah, I'm like, well, you were really looking for her, yeah. but maybe you know it's part of the two two minds in one body thing mm. that yeah he did. Stein knew that she shouldn't be looking for him because he's dangerous, but Ronnie was still wanting to find her because he's in love with her. Ah. That would be my yeah my guess on he that. He has quite a bit of schizophrenia happening, it seems. Right. Because he really... I mean, if you had two minds in your head, you I, probably would, too. I almost feel like it's not even having the two minds in his head. Like, I kind of feel like it was because... Like, he himself, as Ronnie Raymond or whatever, mm-hmm. is actually gone crazy. Like, his brain is fried because he was so close to the particle accelerator Mm. when it exploded that, like, it just, it didn't kill him, but his brain is just no longer coherent. And so when he does, like, when he has this professor in his mind, it's the only thing that's really keeping him, like, sane and on track. Right. And maybe um, those are the little moments of, you know, 
So what do you think? If we if we see the minds split apart and mm-hmm. we see, you know, they've cast Professor Stein. Right. Uh, Victor Garber is going to play Professor Stein in one of the back half episodes. Uh-huh. So my assumption is that we are at some point going to get the two minds split. Mm-hmm. Uh, either that or we're going to see, like, Ronnie Raymond's personality in Martin Stein and Martin Stein's personality in Ronnie Raymond. Oh. Which could very well be the case. In fact, uh, Robbie Amell, who plays Ronnie Raymond, uh, had a comment about having to do his best impersonation of Victor Garber. Oh. And that was a highlight for him. So. Oh. That seems fairly likely to me that we're going to see some body swapping between those two characters Mm -hmm. rather than just the straightforward mind meld that we've seen in the comics. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I guess uh, we'll have to see how it plays out. Yeah. I I don't know. This isn't spoilers. This is all just speculation. So (laughs) if it turns out to be a spoiler... (laughs) Uh, I'm, s- I'm sorry for the spoiler, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard. I guess it's really hard to say at this point. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was just thinking that maybe he's just crazy. Yeah. And yeah. So then, if he is crazy, that's, I, I just I imagine mean, that, him like that a, makes for quite a, a startling thing for Caitlin. I would say. You know, she's seen him in his current state which has clearly been jarring to her mm-hmm. and she's she even made the incredibly bold statement that she wishes he had just died rather than coming back in the state that he's in yeah of course that was prior to seeing him again uh, again save. save the day mm-hmm. uh that was just when he had seen or she had seen him in his schizophrenic state right um so maybe her feelings have changed based on that. Well, I'm sure she doesn't have any um, idea what she's really right. feeling yeah. about that. Because that would be so hard yeah. to think that somebody that you love and were engaged to and planned on spending the rest of your life with died. And then, oh, wait, they not, didn't not die. Only, <laughs> not only didn't die, but came back a schizophrenic metahuman. Right. Yeah. Wow. Zers. Yeah. Poor yeah. Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had a real rough episode, and that seemed to be like completely overshadowed by everything else that was going right. on. Right. No, it definitely did. I mean, I almost <laughs> forgot about it. I know. <laughs> you brought it up. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> we had this massive thing happen in the middle of the episode. Right? Yeah. Um, I really loved watching Flash and Reverse Flash fight, though. Oh, my goodness. The battle scene was amazing, and the the giant set they used, or the you know the stadium stadium that they used, was so cool. I know they're just zipping around it, and and it's the only place where you could have like lightning visual effects on the billboards and have it actually work. Yes, (laughs) it was so cool. It was awesome. And zipping through the bleachers and all over the place, and then when they finally got to like the fisticuffs portion of it. Mm Mm-hmm exactly what i would expect oh man like, and reverse flash just wiped the floor with him like <sighs> barry yeah. needs to go train with arrow seriously yeah. like he needs to get some training happening we need to i mean because... we've we've had the full crossover with like the three characters from each shows now we need to just have like barry go to arrow yeah for another like couple episodes and just train me bro because 
he was yeah. he just got his butt kicked. Yeah. Like all big, over the place. Big time. Yeah. No, there was all sorts of really, really brutal battle damage. And the, the makeup looked awesome on it. Like yeah. Barry and Harrison Wells, you know, when Harrison Wells got his butt kicked by reverse flash, just brutal. Which also, I guess, maybe confused me a little bit because why would Why he would he kick his own his, butt? <laughs> right, why would he right. beat himself up? Hence the two reverse flash theory that I've got. Yes, but no, because he was putting the thing on his suit and he was like, ha ha ha. Merry Christmas. In that voice. I still think that he is a reverse Flash. I mean, we saw also the ring at the end of the episode. The the ring with the Flash emblem at the very end. Uh Uh-huh. He put the ring on his finger right before he put the thing on the suit. Oh, okay. He put a ring on his finger, put that up against the wall in the Braille room. Oh, yeah. And that's what let him in. Mm -hmm. And... Flash comic fans or animated movie fans or whatnot know the Flash ring is a regular thing in the comic books. And That's where he stores the suit, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, you awesome. told, you told I, me about that. I told thing. you about yeah. it. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. No, he stores his suit in the ring. It's like compressed in there and then he opens the ring and it pops out and he puts it on. Uh, so they didn't want to do that because that's... <laughs> crazy to think that <laughs> the whole costume's gonna fit in a ring. That is crazy. Uh, I know you guys didn't see it, but Probably. I was just rolling my eyes so hard when he was like, the ring, uh, the costume fits in the ring. Fits no. in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Uh, so they, I mean, they did a little twist on it. Mm-hmm. The, the ring still gives him access to his costume. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's not stored in the ring. Right. I especially wouldn't, I wouldn't buy that with the version of the costume they use in the show. Right. You know, the one in the comics is very much more like spandexy, and you could compress it, not down to a ring, but you could compress it pretty well. Mm-hmm. There's no way you could compress the, like, leather tripolymer, whatever it is right. that they use in the show. Yeah. That's dense material. It's not going to fit in it's anything not small. at all. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, so, they have a stand in Star Labs for it for a reason. Right, exactly. <laughs> so uh, what was that thing that he put on his costume? Well, it was the, the tachyonic particle device. Okay, I was going to ask you about yeah. this. Is this something from the comic books? Have we heard about this before and I missed it? I, or? I don't think so, no. Oh, but that's something else worth mentioning. So uh, Tina McGee, mm-hmm. the scientist that they got this device from, mm-hmm. Uh, it was played by Amanda Pays, who was who played the same character in the 1990s version of the Flash TV show. Oh, really? They brought her back into this episode. That is so cool. So, so now we've got two two of the old show's actors have been brought into the new show uh-huh. between John Wesley Shipp and Amanda Pays. And then the big casting announcement mm-hmm. that I'm just geeking out about big time. Uh-huh. Is that in the back half of the season, I think it's like episode 17, uh, one Luke Skywalker, (laughs) a.k.a. Mark Hamill, a.k.a. the guy that did the voice for the Joker for so many years, Uh is going to be coming to the Flash and playing the trickster. That is awesome. So fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to see that. I'm super, super pumped. Yeah. So, Mark Hamill, coming to The Flash. 
Wow. And this they is, are, like, this is like just... in the midst of filming Star Wars Episode Seven, which he's going to be in. Wow. Like He's busy. He's got to be busy. That is awesome. Yeah. That is so cool that they're like bringing back right. people from... That is so cool. Yeah. And How and fun. that's a really it's a really big one because not only is Mark Hamill a big name, but he's also got a lot of history doing voice acting for DC and that role as the trickster in the original series because that's who he was there as well uh-huh. wore a really psychedelic costume and yes. looked ridiculous. Yes. Uh, but that role is what prompted him to get the voice acting gig doing the joker voice oh uh, how cool yeah so i'm sure really, he's like super really. thrilled actually to probably come back and do all this i, with I the think Flash again. i think he's kind of excited about it he was posting on twitter and yeah it's got to be kind of neat that's a little, cool. little bit of nostalgia uh, yeah absolutely so that's fun okay so right but uh tina mcgee works for mercury labs mm-hmm uh, which I saw as a bit of a name drop. Okay. I don't know if Mercury Labs itself is a thing from the comics, but another speedster is named Max Mercury. Oh. Um, plus <laughs> it's, cool. I mean, it's Mercury is the Roman god, the Hermes equivalent, right? Mm-hmm. And Mercury is the one that like had super speeds in Roman mythology, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so I, I'm taking that as a bit of an Easter egg nod, the Mercury Labs thing. Yeah. It could even be that Mercury Labs is a direct thing from the comics. I'm not sure. Uh, and the tachyonic particles, I haven't heard of before. Uh, I don't I don't know of any particular relevance. Did they there. explain exactly what it did? I guess they said, Harrison Wells said that with the proper matrix... It could allow someone to travel faster than the speed of light. Okay, but it didn't. They they didn't explain like what. I mean, what they were really building it for. I mean, because they are sh- no. They sh- I don't think so. I mean, with the proper matrix. Okay, well, they don't right. have that right. obviously. But so what's the use of it, it now? Oh, okay. I mean, I think they're researching things surrounding mm. tachyons. Cool. I mean, they weren't very specific. At yeah. All. Okay. Okay. But I, I just think wanted the to... whole thing is that like all of their research is very much under wraps, mm-hmm. and so that's why they didn't really say a whole lot. Fair enough. Fair enough. I was just wondering but... if maybe I like missed something on like what they were using it for, or what they were developing for it, like right. now or whatever, right. rather than like what they could potentially at some right. point theoretically <laughs> use it for. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. I. I don't know. I don't don't have an answer to that. And did they have? The um, mm, like electric f- that f- oh, bubble yeah. field. Yeah, yeah. The the prison that they held Reverse Flash in, that they trapped him in. Yeah. I I would like to know more about how that was set up. Yeah. What the deal was with that? It was really cool. It was like it was good to have. Obviously, uh, yeah. I mean, it trapped but him I don't for know. A second. I don't know when Cisco had the time to set this up between, you know, hunting down Ronnie Raymond and. Right. It's a big project. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> like wonder, building... I wonder if it's one of those things that he's been kind of working on. Because, you know, he has all these little things that he works on all the time. Mm-hmm. And he had the cold gun, which right. was going to be the way that they were going to kind of stop Barry if ever he right. were to get out of control or whatever. Right. Right. Um, and then when the cold gun got stolen, it, I guess in my mind, it, it would make sense if Cisco was like, okay, well, 
I don't yeah. have that anymore. I'm going to probably need to figure something out something else. else. Right. And him and Harrison have maybe been working on this kind of thing. Sure. Secretively together or Could whatever, be. you know. Could be. Um, because otherwise, I was like, where did they th- and, and <laughs> get you think, this from? And you think it just wasn't ready last week? I guess. Because, I mean, Barry was going pretty crazy last week. And they had to call Arrow back. Right. Rather than <laughs> trap him in this prison. Right. So, I don't know. Maybe they were going to use. I think it, as it like just a, wasn't ready. Like, yeah. but, but clearly, it <laughs> wasn't ready them. this week right. either. Yeah. I guess all of the calculations that he had done had been based on the flashes' energy output, not mm-hmm. not reverse flashes. Oh so yeah. That could explain. Or maybe they were like, that. "Well, we don't want to test this on our friend, but <laughs> maybe we can just test it on this guy." Ready? Go. <laughs> right, right. Go. <laughs> yep. Quick, trap him. No, but I yep. thought that was really cool, and I hope we see that again, and maybe in, you know, like, maybe it works next time or something. Yeah, or yeah. For a period of time. and Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. yep. So, what do you think? Do you think Eddie Thawne is going to turn out to be a reverse Flash? And And do you think that Harrison Wells is a reverse Flash? If so, which reverse Flash? Well, that's... N- I don't... There's so, like a... <laughs> this is so fi- many question 50-some questions, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, I guess I would say that I hope Eddie is not a reverse Flash. You like good guy Eddie, huh? I do actually kind of yeah. like good guy Eddie. And I like that he is not necessarily like pure, like gung-ho about Flash. Like he's not 100% mm-hmm. Flash, you know, Team Flash, Mm -hmm. but he isn't a bad guy by any means. He's just like a normal human who has a normal reaction that maybe just doesn't align with everybody else's like really positive, you know, Team Flash reaction. Really, the only reactions we've had to Flash are Iris and Eddie. I mean, most of the rest of the world doesn't know that he's a thing. Well, Cisco, Caitlin, Wells, sure, Joe, sure. they're all like, right. yeah, go Flash. True. B- granted, they know who he is, right. so I think that plays probably a big part on their reaction to it or whatever. But right. yes, I guess Iris and Eddie are really the only two that have experienced the Flash as the Flash and not that, as Barry. And, right, that aren't in on the secret as well. Right. And yeah. she grew up with Barry, Iris did, so mm-hmm. maybe, and so he's been talking to her about the impossible, her whole life, you know, right. so she's probably better apt to, like, deal with something like that than Eddie mm-hmm. is, but Eddie's reaction, I feel, is actually what a normal person experiencing somebody with superpowers right. would have. They'd be very wary of that right. person well, until they knew I who mean, the person was. Especially after last week's encounter. Right. Especially after you got I his mean, butt kicked. Right. You know? And Iris seems to be pretty questioning of him at this point as well. Right. Uh, also completely understandable and reasonable after what she witnessed. Exactly. So uh, I kind of like Eddie's character as he is, where he is kind of that neutral standard, right. you know, baseline right. reaction. Um, but he's not necessarily like a bad guy. Mm-hmm. So I kind of hope that he stays that way. Yeah. Um, I guess I just see the number of things that have happened between Barry and Eddie and between Flash and Eddie. Mm-hmm. And I have a really hard time not seeing those things stack up. 
yeah. and eventually lead to more drastic measures on Eddie's part. I am reluctant to agree with you, but yes, I, I see where you're, I mean, where you're coming even, from. Even smaller pieces, like, uh, you know, when, when Eddie was meeting with Captain Singh to propose the Flash task force, mm-hmm. and, uh, and Barry told Iris that he was in there trying to get the Flash, you know, get a warrant for the Flash. Right. Yeah. And and just like that little interaction, even though it wasn't a big thing. Right. He's just like, thanks, Barry. Thanks. <laughs> thanks a lot. I know. Right? Uh, Super sarcastic. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's been some little things like there's, that, too, where yeah. I can see them adding up and having... Uh, Plus the love triangle. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's still suspicious and not super comfortable with the situation, although if Iris is moving in with him, it shouldn't be quite as big of a deal, right. but... Who knows? Eh. Yeah, I mean, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as far as Harrison Wells goes, um, yeah. yes, I think he is reverse flash. Yeah. A reverse flash. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I it's, guess... it's pretty hard to think that he's not a reverse flash. He's got the suit. He's That's got the for suit. Sure. Right. Um, I I mean, the other possibility that we haven't really discussed is still in line with the theory that I presented before the pilot episode even aired, that Harrison Wells could be Barry Allen from the future. And it could be that this this version of future Barry Allen has become a reverse flash. Oh, so that he's not necessarily like a bad guy, he's just... Well, I think it would be very much a, like, Hunter Zolomon-type reverse flash where his strongest motive is making Barry Allen better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think either way, that motive is still very pure. It could be that it's very pure, or it could be that Harrison Wells is pushing Barry Allen as a means to unlock the keys to time travel. Right. I mean, I mean, uh, that's a possibility as that well. That kind of seems like the way that it's, in my mind, that I'm perceiving it, is that right. he's sort of just um, ensuring that these things that mm-hmm. have happened in the past in order to get him to be the reverse flash, you know, continue to actually happen so that right. he can right. become the reverse flash. Right. Because otherwise, like, I mean, I get it why he killed his mom, but... Was it completely necessary, really, <laughs> or really, to, I guess, kill anybody? I mean, it was one of those things yeah. where you there could have been different ways to get him to become the Flash or do those things, right. you know. But right. that's a really long game. Like, he's playing the longest game right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and there's certain things about Harrison Wells' characters that almost seem like he's just an outsider observer like he's not even part of what's happening Mm -hmm. but like he's just read about all of these characters in a comic book and has gathered them all around him because he knows they're important players right because cisco becomes vibe in the comics caitlin becomes killer frost in the comics barry becomes the flash in the comics Mm -hmm. how this whole team has like three prominent characters from the comics yeah and he promised that Caitlin that he happen. was going to bring Robbie home. Right. And he knows. So he's, I mean, 
He knew, he also knew Oliver's secret and had no problem blurting it out to everyone that was there <laughs> right. in last week's episode. Uh-huh. Uh, I think at this point, we have to assume that Harrison Wells knows everything in this universe. Yep. He knows everything about everyone. He's a complete outside observer mm-hmm. and knows everything. Yeah. Yep. That's how I see him. He's just so... playing the chessboard right now. Yeah, totally. You know? Mm-hmm. So well, and even even his list of his list of names in the Blackout episode, where he listed off all the names of yeah. people that he'd hurt. It was a bunch of names that were relevant names in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, why would those be the names that he knows of he knows all the people that he has hurt? Because he knows everything, right. all of the important things. Right. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, man, that was ugh, what an episode, though. What it was a so good, episode. good. I know we're forgetting things too, because there were so much, so many things that happened. Yeah. I know yeah. we're leaving stuff out, but I just I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna go home and rewatch it. To be honest, like I. I mean, I've watched it like three times. Have you really? Yeah, <laughs> I've only it watched it twice, once, but twice I'm... last night, once this morning. Yeah. Yeah, I want to. Awesome. I want to watch it again because it was so good. I just need to watch the Arrow finale now. Haven't gotten to that. I haven't seen that one yet either. Yeah. But Part of the downside of recording on Wednesday night. <laughs> right. Have to watch it as soon as I get home. Yes. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> right. Post haste. Right. All right. Well, I think that's all for us. Uh, we may have one episode between now and the return in January. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we'll be back in January to talk about Going Rogue, which is going to feature the return of Captain Cold and also the arrival of Heatwave in Central City. Yeah. Uh, and potentially some other rogues? Mm. Maybe? Would be cool. It would be really cool. Uh, those are the only two we know about for sure, though. And those two are the prison break duo. Uh, it's Wentworth Miller is Captain Cold mm-hmm. again, and Dominic Purcell is playing Heatwave. So, fun little prison break prison break reunion Mm -hmm. uh, for anyone that watched that show and enjoyed it yeah that'll be fun that's cool yeah that's all we've got this week uh enjoy your holiday break and we will be back in a flash 